0: While you're there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Matthew 6, chapter,
1: the 25th verse, it's in, and this in the ESV, it says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. Tell somebody, don't be anxious. What you will eat or what you will drink know about your body or what you put on. It is not not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to your life. Tell somebody, worrying doesn't do anything. And while you are anxious about clothing, consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They neither toil nor spin. They just grow up and exist the way God did it. He said, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God clothes the grass of the field which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven will he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith therefore do not be anxious saying what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things and your heavenly father knows that you have need of all of them. But seeking first the kingdom of God. Tell somebody and his righteousness. And here's the promise. And all these things. Somebody do your hand like that. Look somebody, tell them all these things will be added unto you let you sit down but tell somebody your provision is here it's not on the way your provision is here somebody thank the Lord say thank you Lord that my provision is here right here God wants us to talk about just a little bit I'm just gonna just use a few of your minutes here To talk about the inheritance of provision. The reason I call it inheritance, people of God, is because when we have accepted Jesus Christ, we are heirs, we are children, we are heirs with God, and we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Tell somebody, I'm an heir. And by virtue of you being called an heir, that means that there is an inheritance coming. Tell somebody, there is an inheritance coming to me. Come on, I want you to say it with your chest. Come on, tell somebody, there is an inheritance coming to me. Well, in this little parable right here that Jesus is teaching, he's telling, he's teaching us how we can get the inheritance of provision. He said, I want you to consider the lilies of the field. I want you to consider the birds. They are less creatures they are less important to me yet and still i take care of them and if i take care of these lesser beings do you not know that you who are made in my image and my likeness the one that i took time to shape and form you have to understand people of god when jesus i mean when when, when god in the story of creation when he was creating the earth everything else he spoke of he spoke about he spoke the he spoke the land he spoke the sea he spoke the birds he spoke the firmament he spoke the mountains he spoke the grass he spoke everything else but when it came down to when he created man the word of God said he shaped him and he fashioned him that means that God took meticulous time in the creation of you tell somebody I'm I'm an original you are an original God took painstaking time to create you the little ways that you got the little proclivities that you have God created you as an original. And what, God, what Jesus is saying he said that if I'm taking care of these lesser known beings, we're talking about grass. He clothes lilies, y'all. They have need to be clothed, and the God of our creation has clothed them. How much more will he take care of you? That you look like him. You have his nature. You have his ways. You are in his likeness and his image. Tell somebody he's going to take care of me three it gives a prescription here people of god he says but seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness there is a formula here people of god the first part of his kingdom priority somebody say kingdom priority kingdom priority plus righteousness equals a kingdom release tell somebody kingdom priority plus righteousness See, here's the thing. You can't just volunteer for the church. And you see, you know, some people say, well, I, I feed the homeless and I do all these good things. And yeah, yeah, that's all well and good. And, and, and you know what? In universal law of reaping and sowing, will still call that person to be blessed. But it is not unless you put, have a kingdom focus of loving what God loves in addition to righteousness. People don't like to preach that no more. People want to know that as long as you got God in your portfolio, and long as you acknowledge God, and long as if you stand up at the Grammys and you say, I thank God, but everything you say come out of your mouth is putrid, tell somebody the devil is alive. Righteousness is still right. Holiness is still the standard. And if you're going to get, if you're going to be a partaker of the kingdom, how many of you want every benefit you have in the kingdom? It has to come by way of righteousness priority in the kingdom so here's the thing we might have people in here that are trying to do everything right by the kingdom but you're not living in righteousness I didn't say perfection because there was nobody perfect but Jesus but we're talking about righteousness that every day I endeavor to do right And when God shows me when I'm in error, I'm not going to drag my feet. God, I got to get it right real quick because I don't want to disturb my communion with you. Is everybody with me today? The safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. And the way that we stay in his will is through righteousness. Holiness without no man is going to see the Lord. Tell somebody, it's still right. It's still right. still right. But there may be people who live a righteous lifestyle. But the kingdom is not your priority. So righteousness alone won't get it. Tell somebody you have to focus on kingdom. He said to seek ye first the kingdom. And it's righteousness. That is an addendum. See some people want to say well seeking the kingdom mean I'm righteous. Not necessarily so. Some people are seeking gifts, and the Word of God says that we should seek gifts. Some people are, are seeking all these things, and the deep things of God, but you haven't done the basic things of be holy, for I am holy. Y'all, don't, don't tighten up on me. It's going to get better. It's going to get better, I promise. Tell somebody, it's going to get better. Y'all say, the country like me, gone. <laughs> but tell somebody to say, Provision. God wants to get provision to his people. He wants to get provision to his people. Tell somebody, God wants to get provision to you. What is provision, people of God? It is when every need is supernaturally met through the kingdom supply. Every need is supernaturally met through kingdom supply. Somebody say kingdom supply. See, there are is, there is, there is many ways, there are a multitude of ways for your needs to get met. But God said it has to be from kingdom supply. See, so many times when we're out there trying to get things done and trying to get needs met and trying to, trying to make ends meet and trying to do things, we are tempted to go outside of God to get our needs met. That is the system of Babylon which tries to obtain the good of this world and the good of the kingdom of God without God. And God said, you must come through me. Because what I give you, the blessing of the Lord makes you rich. And it doesn't add sorrow. If you go out there and get it by yourself, that means you are responsible for maintaining it yourself. And I would dare submit to you that if there is struggle and strain, if there is turmoil or if there's toil in it, I would submit to you, Did it very well may not be a blessing from God. Anybody ever stepped out there on your own? You said, Lord, this ain't what you told me to do. (laughs) Anybody ever been there? But in the kingdom of God, I want y'all to listen to this. In the kingdom of God, you no longer have to bear the weight of your own provision. I want y'all to listen to me very closely. In the kingdom of God, how many are in the kingdom of God? You no longer have to bear the weight of your own provision. Am I saying you don't have to go to work? No, I did not say that. <laughs> we got a right to divide the word. But God said, in the kingdom of God, I am your father. You are my children. The same way, I, me and my wife, we have three children. There is nothing. Sometimes they come to me, daddy, we so hungry. When we gonna, are we going to eat? I say, has there ever been a day you ever been on this planet that you have not eaten? But they are so overwhelmed by their hunger, by what's going on there in the present moment, they forget what mother and father has done for them every day of their lives. And guess what, y'all? God calls us little children and sometimes children can forget. Sometimes they got short memories of what the Father has done for them in the past. You have made it this far, not only by your favor, but by the overwhelming grace and provision of God. He's been provided for you when you didn't even know it. <laughs> Through dangers seen and unseen. God has been providing for you. But just like my children sometimes, sometimes the pain of the present moment, the hunger, the issue, the sickness, the bill that's due, we can be so much creatures of the moment that we forget the resume of God and what he has done. But if you look back over the recesses of your history, I have never seen the righteous forsaken you his seed beg for bread I know we creatures of the moment y'all but if you just look back just a little ways you'll see that he has been there time after time after time I may not have ate filet mignon but the pork and beans that he sent somebody by the house to give me and help me through the night Saint, uh, 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 Saint Laurent suit on but this, these little bit of threads I got on I meant to have a Louis bag but thank God I got a little bit of something tell somebody God has always provided let me tell you how much he loves his children so much when the children of Israel were, were in between they had left Egypt but had not yet reached the promised land they, God called them a stiff necked people they, that, he provided for them manna every morning That's why we say, Lord, give us this day. Our daily bread. Lord, sustain me for the day. I'm not going to be greedy and try to hoard it. Lord, I need to depend on you every day. It may not be food that you need, but it might be some strength. It might be some peace of mind. Tell somebody that God is Jireh, the provider. And he takes joy in, in giving provision to his children. Jesus came not only to redeem people of God, but he came to provide He came to provide For second Peter the first chapter and third verse says this according as his divine power have given us all things somebody say all things That pertain to life and godliness This is in the past tense people God He's not saying, I'm going to give you all things. He said, God has given you all things. When Jesus said it was finished, he said, there's nothing more that I need to do. The work is complete. The healing that you think you need in the future, it has already been provided before the foundation of the world. The deliverance that you think you're in need of now, it has already been provided. He has already given us, somebody say, all things all that life. pertain to life and godliness. Don't you think God knows that, t- that, 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 uh, that tuition that your child needs to have paid? Tell somebody that pertains to life. A roof over my head that pertains to life, healing in my body that pertains to life. See, I'm cracking open the seal of the Bible so you can expand your thinking because the word of God is true. Tell us about it. The word of God is true. And he has already given you. We need to stop straining and stop struggling trying to get God to do something that he's already done. It's already done, people of God. What God is waiting for us is to align our thinking and our faith with what he's already done. Tell somebody, it's already a completed work. Philippians, the fourth chapter. We got a lot of verses. I'm I'm, going to get through it real quick. Philippians, the fourth chapter, the 19th verse says this. But my God, we love to say this. But my God shall supply, what? All your need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Look at this, y'all. Listen to, listen to this. Something you got to read about. Can't just read it. My, my God says supply all what? Somebody say my needs. My needs. According to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So it means this, people of God God provides based on his supply, not your need. Let me say that again God, God provides based upon his supply. Not your need. How many know God's supply is endless? Tell somebody, it's endless. God's supply is endless. So I would submit to you, you're asking too small. <laughs> I know I'm messing with your mind this morning. Well God, if you just give me that, I'll be satisfied. God said, no, I provide according to my riches. You are asking. Too small. He said, if you're asking me a kingdom request, I'm not not appealing to your greed this morning. Because when you are kingdom minded and you seek first the kingdom, everything you ask is going to be a kingdom request. Oh, God. And God said, we are asking too small. He said, I gave you access. I own everything. And you're asking for this stuff. Luke, the 16th chapter. God showed me something, and I just want to crack this open for you. And just to challenge you, Luke, the 16th chapter, the 19th verse, it says this. There was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen who feasted sumptuously. That means that man had a good, good time eating every day. And at, the get, at his gate laid a poor man, somebody say a poor man, a poor man named Lazarus, covered in swords, who desired to be fed, look at this, y'all, from what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his swords. The poor man died and was carried with the angels to Abram's side. And another turns that he said to Abraham's bosom. Now see, people read that further and they talk about how the rich man went to hell and he he asked for the the poor man to give him just a drop of water. But I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on this man that Jesus is talking about. He had access to the table. But he was asking for crumbs. I'm going to say that again. The man had access to the table cut God from Zion. Yet still he was asking for crumbs. Now you got to be crazy if you got access to a feast. The word God said the man was, he was having a bountiful. of us, when they say sumptuously that means a bountiful, of us over like over the top feast. And he's asking for crumbs. Then why did God let that be in the Bible? He wants us to see an example of you got access to the table. But unless you ask to sit at the table, you will die with crumbs. Somebody say no more crumbs. You've been seated with Jesus in heavenly places. And it's time out for us asking God, Lord, just meet my pity needs. No, God said, I need you to be a solution so that the kingdom can flow through and meet needs in the earth realm. And you can't meet needs of somebody else living on crumbs. Tell somebody beside you, no more crumbs. No more crumbs, people of God. And what God wants us to do is to get rid of our beggars mentality. Why beg for crumbs when you can have a seat and you can eat at the table? And so beyond beyond provision, God said provision has less about what I can provide and it's more about your desire." The crumbs if he desired to sit at the table. I believe that he would got a seat at the table, would have got away from the dogs that was licking his sores and he would have had enough sustenance in his body to heal him. That's what I believe. But because he settled for eat crumbs, he died. Oh, well, he went into the bosom of Abraham. See, that, see, that's, see that, that's what the devil has tricked us. He got us thinking about eternity. When God has you right here, right now, there'll be no need of healing in heaven. We'll have a celestial body. There'll be no need for money in heaven. You can go you can go out in the street and get you some gold. There's going to be walls of jasper and rubies and all that stuff. There'll be no need for that. There's going to be a tree in the, of the, in the middle of the city for the healing of the nation excited about that. I need the provision down here. But if all you ask for is crumbs, crumbs, my child, is what you will get. (laughs) Tell somebody, no more crumbs. God wants to to deal with your desire. And we're going to talk desire for the next couple of minutes. Somebody say desire. A desire is an intense longing that drives our thoughts our actions towards a goal or an outcome I'm going to say it again a desire is an intense longing somebody say an intense longing that drives our thoughts our actions and our actions towards a goal or an outcome I'm going to translate it your thinking, your speaking and your expectations and your decisions are a product of your desires what do you desire people of God I ain't talking about what you want See, everybody, tell me everything I want. I want, I want. See, see, there's, that, there's a fine line between desire and lusting for a thing. It's a fine line, and the fine line is where does that desire come from? Is it a kingdom desire? Hmm. Somebody say kingdom desire. God desires that we have a kingdom desire. Psalm 37 and four, and 4 and 5 says this. It says, Delight yourself in the Lord. Tell somebody I'm happy in Jesus. It says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Everybody, everybody wanna say, Oh Lord, he's gonna give me the desires of my heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he said, first you have to delight yourself in the world. What does that mean? Having kingdom focus. We can't delight ourselves in our Lord if we, don't, if we don't dwell on his kingdom that he's the king of. How do we do it, y'all? How do, we, how do we focus on kingdom? Five says this, commit your way to the Lord and trust also in him. Meaning you can have commitment without trust. Commitment is not put to the test until it's a trust test. So sometimes you may pray and you may not hear nothing back. Sometimes God may be waiting back to see how much you trust him. See, sometimes time and opportunity is the the pressure test to see, do you really trust him? But look at this in Luke Luke, the fifth chapter, people of God. Tell somebody, I want desire for kingdom things. It says this, Luke, the fifth chapter. This is how God wants to bless his people. This is how God wants to bless you, people of God. It says this, And it came to pass, as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Genesaret, and he saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them, and they were washing their nets. Tell us about they were washing their nets meaning that they were through for the night. You have to understand that even in that area of the world, those particular fish, they, they, they bite at night, so it's easier to catch them at night. And so it was morning time, and they were washing their nets, meaning that they were through. So many of us were washing our nets because we hung up. We said, okay, my time has passed. I can't do anything anymore. I'm just going to go do something else. But well, tell somebody, pick your nets back up. And he entered into one of the ships. This is Jesus, which was Simon. This is Simon Peter. And he prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and he taught, uh, he taught people out of the ship. And when, he had left, when they had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep. Somebody say launch out into the deep. And let down your nets for a draught. A draught is a big supply of fish. Somebody say a big supply. And Simon answered saying unto the master, he said, Master, we have toiled all night long and have taken in nothing. Have you ever felt like that, that you've toiled and it hasn't produced anything? Well, can I tell you something? That toiling is part of the curse. Tell somebody I'm no longer under the curse. See that's what happened when Adam disobeyed God. He said, "By the sweat of your brow and toil shall you, till you farm the land." He told, he told, uh, he told Eve. He said, "You're gonna bear children in much pain and much toil." Tell somebody that's under the curse. But look at what Jesus told. Jesus told him, "Look," he said, "Not only he said, I'm giving you a preview that I'm, i that when I come, I negate the curse and I bring provision." he said, he said, he said, we have toiled all night long and have taken in nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Tell somebody, the word changes everything. A word, all you need is one word that is applied to your life and it will change everything. Look how it changes, y'all. He said, and when he had done this, they, incl- they enclosed, meaning they caught a great multitude of fishes and their nets began to break. And they beckoned unto them partners which were on the other ships and they and, and that they should come and help them. And when they came and filled both of the ships, they filled so many in both of the ships that they both. Began to sink. Now, I want to break this down just for a couple of minutes and we're going to go. Look, look, he said, he said, he said, I, he said, I have toiled all night long, but Jesus at your word, I'm going to trust in your word to be a provider. Tell somebody, trust in his word. They let the net down. Because Peter trusted in the word of God. Y'all have to understand. God who was the creator of the fish. He told him, I know y'all don't normally bite at night. But I'm going to change your nature. And the thing that you normally would not do, I'm going to make you go and jump in the net it's daytime. And if God can change the nature of a fish to jump in the net, to brood, don't you know what's going on in your life? Ain't nothing compared. If God can change the mind of a fish, he can change the mind of your supervisor. If God can change the mind of a fish, he can change the mind of your wayward children. If God change the mind of a fish he can change the mind of that banker down at the bank. Don't you put a limit on God. God said I am the provider.
2: That's good.
1: And if I got to make a raven come down and feed you every morning. If I got to have a fish come out the water with gold in his mouth I am God. And when I say it happens the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord all gotta do all gotta do is, is move his thumb and people that hate you will give unto your bosom don't worry about how God's gonna do it just know that he will provide is anybody ready for your neck to break Come on, somebody stand to me and say, God, let my nets break. Lord, give me so much. Give me so much that my nets break. Oh, oh y'all ain't excited enough. I'm going to get it. Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Come on, come on. Our nets about to break. Come here. Our nets about to break. God going to give us so much, we're going to call other people and say, come over here and get some of this. Oh, oh I got so much money. I'll Lord feed me till I want no more it's part of my inheritance God's about to make your next break tell somebody it's coming but it only happens out in the deep out in the deep you may you you may be used to trying to reap something in the daytime but God says you may, I may call you to reap it at 3 in the morning it may not be at the it may not be at a convenient time you may have be tired It's part of my inheritance Somebody begin to worship the Lord right now Come on, come on, come on Come on, come on God is showing right here people of God That he provides more than needs God provides Overflow God I thank you God I thank you God I thank you Can anybody stand overflow If you seek first The kingdom Seek ye first the kingdom in your time in your energy in your talents seeking first kingdom with your money and God said you qualify for overflow it activates the God-like nature of Jaira Jaira is a provider one day, one day we're going to do a series on studying the names of God every name is a nature side of God but God said I am Jaira the provider and when you sow your time your energy and your effort and your talents into the kingdom of God when you seek first you release the God nature of Jireh. You release Jireh all over your life. He said I am Jehovah Jireh. I am the God who provides. He said not only do I provide needs but I provide overflow. overflow is so just like Peter did he blessed others and when you realize it that the wealth that I have the intelligence God has given me the favor that I have yes it's going to bless me by virtue of it flowing through me but it's not for me it's for others it's for the kingdom somebody say the kingdom I believe people of God when we get kingdom focused, when we get kingdom minded I believe that God is about to fling open doors like you have never seen when we start trusting him with our time, I didn't say sleep up at the church and neglect your family, no I'm saying make God priority tell somebody tell them make him priority if you make God Priority, He will make you priority. When you love what I love, when you care about what I care about, God said, I will invest in anything that's going to bring me a return. God is a good businessman. He don't invest in nothing that's not going to bring him a return. Ask somebody, are you a good investment? Banks do it. They check your balance sheet. They check and see how much debt you got. They say, see how, your, your debt to income ratio. Before they invest in letting you have some of their money, they're going to make sure they are not in the business of making bad investments. Now, if we understand that on this earth, we know that God is not in the business of losing. God is a winner. And I believe he's going to invest the good of the kingdom in the good people of the kingdom. And then, this this matters right here, people of God. I want you to hold hands with the person beside you. And I want you to encourage them and let them know that provision is coming. No, 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 no. Tell them provision is here. Tell somebody, provision is here. The thing that you have need of, provision is in the house. I don't know. You ain't got to tell me your business. I know you got a need. Tell somebody, I know you got a need. If you got all the money, you still got something. That you have need of, but tell somebody the provider is here. The provider is here. Come on, encourage them. Tell them the provider is here. You have need of healing, the provider is here. He takes great joy in providing for you. He takes great pleasure in paying off your debt. That's what's gonna happen. He takes great pleasure in in, in promoting and healing that body and saving your family. good think about it, y'all. If your family is saying there are more, there's more people in the earth that can go and convert other people why would God withhold that good thing from you? Don't worry how he's going to do it just start thanking him that he is going to do it tell somebody it's already done So God I want right now to start focusing on and focus on this week we're gonna pray right now that God adjust our desires the thing that we long for I want us to do gut check this week Are the, is the thing that I'm chasing after isn't isn't a kingdom or godly desire everything that is kingdom in nature always leads back to Jesus You may be blessed by it. Oh, he's gonna, he's going he's going to prosper some people in this room. Some people going to be millionaires in this room. But when you are, you're going to have a kingdom focus. God is tired of the wicked people of this world having all the money. Oh Lord, they go to yeah. I'm talking about money. You know why? Because money answers all things. I guarantee you, if y'all had a million dollars in the bank, I see your teeth grinning like Chester the Cheetah this morning. Tell somebody it of all things. It answers all things. You don't believe it? Not have it. The silver and the gold belongs to the Father, and it's time for it to come to His children. Do you hear me? The silver and the gold belongs to the Father. And it's time for it to come to his children. If the wicked people, the one that's running Hustler magazine and the one that's doing all these porn sites, God said the wicked money is about to be transferred to people who are kingdom
2: focused.
1: Your job is not to be looking out every day. Is it you? Is it you? No, he said your job is to focus on kingdom when you focus on kingdom money will find you he gives seed to the soul. <laughs> he gives meat to the hungry and it's time out for us for God being uh, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the religious wing of social services It's a nice net to make sure you don't fall down in poverty. But God has called us higher. And when we get kingdom focused, God is going to start prospering his people. Now look, for some people, some people may find you and write you a check. Some people, we're we're going to go back to last week, some things are within your power. Some of you have giftings, talents. Some of you can cook. Some of you can type. Some of you got divine ideas. And the word of God also says that the Lord gives us power to obtain the wealth. Somebody say power. Power. Power is more than hucking in the bucket and speaking in the tongue. That's supernatural ability. Some of y'all got grandma's recipe for something. That if you just start exercising, like the prophet told a woman, what is it that you have in your house? Stop looking for something deep and new. Tell somebody besides you, look in your house. There is something that when you hand it to God, he's going to multiply. It's time for some righteous people to have the influence. Don't it seem like everywhere you look, the wicked got the influence? The wicked got the money. The wicked are getting together and having a meeting before the meeting. God said, it's time for my people. He said, I'll take them down one and I'll sit up another. So God is about to bless his people. But it's predicated on your desires. Let's pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the hand that we hold. We thank you, Lord, for the people of God who are in this room, who have destined from this point on, God, that we will trust in you as the provider. You are the great provider. You are the one who owns all, who holds all, who sees all, and Lord, you take pleasure in blessing your children. So, God, we thank you right now, Lord, that we start shifting and shaping our desires to be kingdom desires. Lord, we're not desiring that you prosper us so we can show our cousin and them who never thought we'd be anything. Lord, Lord, that's not a kingdom desire. Lord, let our motives be pure. Let us be clean and pure vessels, God, that you can flow through. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the provision of healing that is going to start flowing to people that when you heal them they're going to start getting up and being about kingdom business. right now there are people who are locked down to machines and locked down having to go to the doctor and they're locked down because their bodies and their, 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 their knees and, and all these things can't function Lord I thank you Lord Lord that you created that body once before God you can create it again Lord provide new organs. Lord provide new uh, new ligaments God Lord provide new new bones God provide new a uh, new new organs new liver, new digestive tract go at God, God so your people can be free to build kingdom God Lord when you heal us we're going to give the balance of our days to you God will you make us debt free God we're going to sow all the more into good works God Lord because we're kingdom focused God we thank you Lord for searing in us godly desires a longing for godly outcomes so that your kingdom can be advanced Lord we bind the enemy that will come immediately to steal, kill and destroy this word thank you Lord the people of God today are good ground to be sown in and this word will produce much fruit today in Jesus name we pray amen and amen amen come on clap your hands and bless them